Okay, Father, we just thank you for your wonderful presence, Lord. With us this morning, for those who are here in this uh, Lowe's residence and for those who are in Zoom, wherever they are, Lord, in their room, in their home, Holy Spirit, you are everywhere. God, we just thank you. Your presence just fill each one. Lord, as they listen to you and your voice and your word, Lord, miracles will happen in their life, Lord, for you are a great God. Lord, there is no shadow of turning with you, God. What you have promised, you will do, Lord. Hallelujah. We just thank you. And Holy Spirit, right now, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth. Let your words go forth not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power and the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, so welcome Xiaoling, Sarah, double Sarah, double power. <laughs> Sarah is the grace of God, the princess of God. Amen. And uh, Elisha in uh, which part of Malaysia? Johor, right? Moa, <laughs> okay. Ah, Klang, Klang, somewhere around. All right, and uh, those in yeah, Perak, okay, from uh, Cambodia, continue to and listen to the good news. All right. Hello, Pastor. <laughs> Question last night to to me, yeah, in uh, WhatsApp, Pastor. I need your advice how to make the ministry grow or how. <laughs> when the Lord start the ministry, yeah, he's the one who make it grow. He's the one who bless, right? Most important is we connect to him. Yeah? And we know that whatever we are doing, he's the one who call us. He's the one who sent us and to know him, to know him. All right, when you know him and the spirit man uh, sessions, right, are there uh, on Saturday that Joan announced, right, is to develop our spirit man. I believe that all of you here, okay, God has already put a desire in your heart to serve God, right? Even many years ago, you don't even know it, right? You're born again, you receive the Lord, you want to, but don't know how, <laughs> right? And then through the years, just got a bit of a loss like that. <laughs> yeah, but God knows your heart and he will never let you go, right? He's calling, right? He never changes his mind. He call you Adeline means he call you, <laughs> right? And bring you to the place where you will be equipped and you will know then how, right? To be used by God and to fulfill your God-given destiny. You see, when... Madeline came into her purpose in life and know, right, that she is the beloved of God and that God, you know, loved her so much, has forgiven her of all her past and what happened is so easy, right? She said that nothing is compared what people have done to you, whatever, how bad it is compared to what Jesus did for us. And she come to know the truth, the truth set her free. And therefore, she can now walk into the path where God has already destined for her. That even if there's no such thing as a old age or too old or too young <laughs> with God, right? 
everyone at NH, even Kate, they're small under the spot jewels, right? They are serving the Lord. <laughs> they are praying for people taller and older than them, <laughs> you know, because of the Holy Spirit inside and the developing of the spirit man, because it is the spirit man, the hidden man of the heart that God dwells in, you know, and when we grow, just like a baby grow in the physical, that spirit man grows inside us, we will be matured and now to serve him, just like a physical baby cannot do anything, right? <laughs> just right. A spiritual baby is the same, right? And but God put that heart inside us to serve him. And then we need to grow. <laughs> so when you are grow, you are strong. But we grow in the body, right? All the time, right? <laughs> because mommy feed your well, <laughs> right? And then you feed your children well physical food so when we ask you a question like um are you still eating food what will your answer be a uh, physical one now can differentiate huh? okay <laughs> normally it will be are you still eating food automatically it's either kentucky or well or rice or right or come into your head because you hear the word food you will think in the physical okay but what happens why Joan asked physical or spiritual? Because <laughs> she now can distinguish between her spirit, soul, and body. All right. So, okay, let me ask again. Are you still eating food? Physical one. <laughs> Are you still eating? Is it a weird question? Yes. Yes, it is a weird question. Physical food. Why? Right? Because it's normal, right? Everybody eats food. You need food to and also to live and then to grow uh. <laughs> how did you become so big and tall right if your mom and dad didn't feed you or Mary Ann or, yeah every day your daddy and mommy will cook okay but that is physical food and it's like a normal thing <laughs> we must eat ah, you don't eat you don't grow right so you automatically wake up you know Okay, I need to go and eat whether roti chanai or bread or anything, right? It's automatic. Okay, you see, that is our physical realm. But we being the tripartite being, God created us three parts. So when he, we got born again or received Jesus, another part, the most powerful and important part of us got born again, received life, just like a baby born. And then mommy feed milk, <laughs> food, okay? So the spirit man needs to grow, needs to have food, okay? But nobody can see the spirit man <laughs> because live inside the body, okay? So we are so conscious all the time in our lives, whether 10 years, 20, 40, 50 years of the outer body, of our five senses, of our natural surrounding, Forgetting that there is a spirit inside each person that God created. All right. So this spirit man, when every one of you have been born again, like a new baby come up, is crying for food. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, we, we take care of our body, but we never feed our spirit. Yeah. So there is the heart desire to want to serve God, to know him. But because you're still baby stage in the spirit, cannot. 
all right? And then you get frustrated, you know? So, but when we build this spirit, man, when they understand spirit, soul, and body, why it's important to build? Because it's important to grow. So that when I ask you a question like, are you still eating spiritual food? <laughs> ah, then your answer would be, should be the same as, are you eating physical food? Because physical food, we say, of course, la, I eat every day. If not, how you think I'm so big? Uh? <laughs> Correct. Then I ask you, Robert Law, are you still eating physical, spiritual food <laughs> every day? <laughs> how many times a day? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so you see, right? So important. When, you, oh, when the Spirit open, God, Holy Spirit open our eyes, right? We will look into the Bible and see, yeah, this is the real realm, the spiritual realm, right? And then we need to understand and grow our spirit man. So just always remember when you're eating physical food. Feed your spirit man also. <laughs> your spirit man is saying, Marianne, I also need food. Eh? <laughs> your body saying, okay, go we'll just go and take a food. What about the spirit, right? So that's why if you don't eat, you don't grow. So you don't eat physical food, you don't grow physically. You don't eat spiritual food, you can't grow spiritually, right? So uh, just now, uh, Sister Catherine also shared, right? Yeah. Because I drum so many times, I think my voice very loud there. <laughs> meditate, confess, meditate, confess, eat God's word. And then you see the result. It may not be immediately, right? You don't see your baby, eat one day, enough ready. And then next day, become very big with it. God or not, you see your children, took 20 to 30 years, right? To feed them, right, Madeline? <laughs> Before they grew up, okay? So spirit man also continuously need to grow and the Spirit man food is the word of God, right? Of who God is and who you are. You can see very different one. Someone who has fed on God's word, the correct one, not the law, grace plus all the promises and meditation and confession. Yeah, their life, their growth, spiritual growth is different. Okay, from a believer, or a Christian who know the Lord, okay, but never grew the spirit man right okay so today so for that is called teaching all right and uh, uh lately the lord gave new revelation right on spirit soul and the heart and i'm so excited yesterday when something popped up which i didn't go and find right uh about the heart in hebrew okay this will be like a, a something to make you excited over the next one. <laughs> the Hebrew word for heart, you know, Hebrew letters is like Chinese letters, right? I said to you before, okay? And each letter, each word comes from different letters of the word. That's the Chinese, right? One word, those of you who know Mandarin, one big word comes from different, different words, got different, different meanings. So it was a very short clip. I was just wanting to go in to listen to the songs for today. And before I see any song, this thing pop up. So this guy was teaching just on this word heart, Hebrew. And just for about only maybe seven minutes or eight minutes. Yeah, it was so beautiful what we have been uh, talking about. The heart, the hidden man of the heart. And how this heart 
this word, the two Hebrew words that form the word heart, what they mean. Okay, that one, continue next Saturday. <laughs> we are so blessed, you know, so blessed. Okay, like the, we can, we are, God is so giving us so much, you know, revelation is what? Food for your spirit, man, right? So it's, Bible is not hate knowledge. Yeah, so some may have a lot of uh, scriptures. Uh, can you fill up those six, the other slide, so that I can see you too when I talk? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Soon, this tent will grow bigger. <laughs> Juna's very warm welcome to you. Huh? Okay, birthday girl. All right. So, we're going to, uh, to uh, the in, uh, Saturday, we'll be really growing the palm tree. All right. We are all palm trees. Okay. And everyone inside you, that's the spirit man that God intended. I like uh, uh, Evelyn Gore, right? To say, when I posted one word, we are. Yes. Okay. Amen. So you, you see, God is so good. Right? As he speaks to us, the revelation of the spiritual palm trees, your spirit man. We also have the example of the physical one in uh, Joan and Robert's uh, Flo's family. It's amazing. I didn't know it until uh, she shared. Right. So the revelation of God's word is not just hate knowledge. We can have a lot of Bible scripture here. Right. But if it's not, you don't understand it, right? The, the spirit man is really not eating. Which part of you is eating <laughs> when it's just knowledge without revelation? Ah, the head, right? The mind, okay? So then when the head is fat, it grows very big. <laughs> and then Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall <laughs> and then had a great fall. Too heavy, really, this part, okay? Drop down, right? The main part of every human being is the heart okay it's the heart that's why the hidden man of the heart is so beautiful the spirit and then which part the center of everything right we forgive from our heart we love from our heart we give from our heart we serve from our heart yeah right after our heart has been <laughs> born again new given new heart all right for us it's not trying to love people, trying to be good, all right, trying to be a good Christian. No. Jesus, God knows we cannot do anything of our own self because we were all born in sin, right? We all rejected God. We all had missed the mark of the 100% righteousness of God. So what did he have to do? He had to send Jesus Christ, right, to on the cross, take our sin, and then give us his righteousness. And in other words, he gave us a new spirit and a new heart. So all of you can have new beginning because you start from a new heart. The heart came from heaven. The seed was from heaven, right? So you say, oh, yo, you know, you're born from this father. Then you follow the father's uh, temperament, right? <laughs> Whatever behavior, bad or good, all we follow. So cannot because we all start, we came from Adam, right? So God have to cut off the root from Adam and then got you born again from another seed, which is the seed of Christ. Therefore, it's all inside your spirit man, right? The nature of Christ, the love of agape, everything is inside here. 
okay, but it cannot come out because blocked by <laughs> this mind, okay, unrenewed mind, all right, and blocked by these five senses of this body, always stopping what the spirit wants to come up, okay, but one, when your spirit man is strong, growing in the word of God, you will have the loudest voice, the biggest vote whenever the three voices meet together and make a decision or a conclusion. Okay, like for example, right, I'm sick. So who is making the decision that you're sick when you say that you're sick? Body, right? Normally, right? Because you feel pain. <laughs> okay, what type of pain? Okay, what type of sickness? Fever, okay? So you say, I have fever. Have you all ever said before? Ah, see? Now the spirit man voice is louder already. But before you know, you were feeding your spirit man with the promise of God, what Jesus did on the cross by stripes and healed, the loudest voice was, I am sick. <laughs> got fever. And then how you know, you, why you declare you got fever? Ah, hot. Wow, I'm very clever with you. <laughs> okay, hot. Feeling of hot is which part of, yeah, the five senses, right? So your five senses tell you, very hot, eh? you can feel hot, you know. And then, how do you know it's fever? Huh? Huh? Yeah, someone will stack check temperature. <laughs> All these come from where? The physical realm, right? Right, check temperature. Why you check temperature? You learned already last time in school, all right? And your parents or from, you know, your, your information from the uh, internet. Uh, temperature must be, I don't know, 36.7, is it? <laughs> or something like that. The, the, supposed to be the healthy one, right? So you learn this information from where? From the world, right? Yeah, from the world, right? That tells you if your temperature is above certain temperature, you got COVID. <laughs> okay, so wow, the body feel hot. The indicator made from this world, the knowledge of this world, tell you this one means fever. This one means COVID. Then there's a little voice inside. Some that voice didn't come out at all. <laughs> In the spirit, wanting to tell you what? What Marianne said. Ah, the spirit man is the only part of you, right, that will speak the way God speaks, if it is eating God's word. <laughs> if it's not fed like malnutrition, you cannot hear, <laughs> because the other part, the body said hot, the other part, uh, what? 38 already, the, the temperature, you know, all the symptoms there, tested already, use the COVID test somehow. <laughs> okay, oh, positive. So, who make the final conclusion? The, whichever is stronger, whichever you fit more, <laughs> the more you fit the knowledge of COVID, the more stronger there, right? The more you fit the body, right, by five senses, then your five senses, your body will make the decision or conclusion. But if you feed your spirit man, like Marianne and all the children now, <laughs> and all of you too, okay? Then you will have something the spirit man can speak louder. Then the spirit man says, excuse me, all two of you, 
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs> By his stripes, I was healed. Where? Where? <laughs> ah, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. That is your textbook. That is your uh, the part from heaven where your birth certificate, spiritual birth certificate was given. And that is where God said so. That's how you got born again. Okay, this is your heavenly father. It's like you were born physical. Your mother have every right to, you know, say everything to you, right? <laughs> it gave birth to you, your mother, father. So who gave birth to us spiritually? God, through Jesus Christ. He has the first say in our life and he has the final say in our life. Okay, so spirit one, your spirit man forever. Eternal spirit. That's why those who, once you have conceived a baby, you already got a spirit and will live eternally. All right. And the Bible tells us that children below age of accountability, all right, the moment they are conceived, if anything should happen to them physically, their spirit already with Jesus in heaven. All right. So some of you who have a miscarriage and all that will see your children in heaven soon, all right, waiting for you because they're eternal. So the which part of you is eternal? Your spirit being. And you're not taking care of your spirit being, right? The physical body can last how long? Physical, 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 physical body. Most is how long? Three score and half. Three score and half. 70, right? Yeah. Some extended maybe uh, 80 or 100. The most 120 because that is set in the Bible already. Okay, in the last days, it will be like that. Early days, uh, live with, uh, not more than 1,000. All right, so why are you taking so much effort? Not to say you don't care for your body, right? On something that will disappear. Okay, but what about the spirit man that will never die, right? Never annihilate. Okay, so that's why we build this spirit man in God's word. So the outside world also got spirit men, the unbelievers, but they're built in the demonic realm. You see, there is a devil, right? There is a God. So Jesus appeared to you, okay? But we don't need, not everyone, Jesus will appear. And you don't need Jesus to appear for generally everybody. So for Madeline, there must be a purpose for her life, right? God has called you to appear, right? And uh, for you to preach the gospel. So for everyone, we are born in the spirit. Your spirit man knows you are born again. Okay? You don't have to ask, you think I'm born again or not? <laughs> right? Inside us, right? That's why the heart is where God writes his name, where God breathes his breath. Shaddai, Shaddai. Right? That's, he lives inside our heart. God is a spirit and we are spirit beings. So he don't live inside your mind. He don't talk to you through your mind, all right, through the soul area. He doesn't talk to you through your body because your body, your senses will always say what? I cannot see God. Huh? <laughs> Where? Huh? God. So that's why men create idols, right? Worship the tree. Because of five senses, the body wants to see, to believe. But God created spirit. Our spirit man, and he put faith inside each one of us. Faith is what? The evidence, the, the uh, proof of things not seen. Okay, you cannot see the physical, but it is real, right? So we need to understand between true and fact. 
So the fact is uh, what the body said, the doctor said, or your bank account said, but the truth is the reality. Truth means reality. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The reality, the real thing. Because this whole temporal world will continue forever. It will disappear, will perish, right? Definitely cannot last for eternity. Even this world, this earth, God said, I will make new heavens and new earth. Right, the scientists also know this earth is like, you know, global warming and all those things cannot last forever. Many, many years already, but still there's a time span. All right, just like man has a time span, but your spirit has no time span. It's eternal, just like God, made in the image of God. Right? So when we uh, understand this spirit man and grow, can you imagine time and space, no more limit. That's the real meaning of unlimited. Only your spirit man can go into this realm of no limit, of miracles, right? This is the actually the normal Christian. <laughs> Those who doesn't understand the spirit realm or don't live in their only two realms, right? The devil recognized Jesus immediately whenever Jesus appeared to them to say, you are the son of God. But it's the human being <laughs> locked in this body, right? Cannot see God. Even God appears, so cannot see. Actually, God does appear sometimes, you know, in our lives. We just cannot see him with our physical eyes. We don't know he's dead, right? But two realms. And therefore, our life, like a, the fish live in the water, right? Created a fish to live in water. We are created spirit to live in the spirit realm. Right? If you're not born again, you cannot leave the spirit realm. Totally blind, totally blurred. But because God in His grace saved us, now our spirit becomes like a candle, right? Eyes can open a bit already. Ears can hear a bit. <laughs> not a lot, but a bit. That's where when we grow, we can hear more and more. Hear with your spirit man. So important. So there are many children of God who are grown many years, all right? And then, still baby in the spirit. Okay? So, here we are for today. All right? That, so, the teachings and all that, the food for your spirit man, mainly on Saturday. Okay? Because it takes time to eat, right? <laughs> ah, all right, Marianne? You can do it just chuck, five minutes, eat, finish already. Cannot, right? You take down the, everybody, don't disturb me and don't disturb my food. <laughs> I am eating, right? For your body. So when we want to grow this spirit man, we put aside time. Very important. If you realize your spirit man is very important, okay? Because decisions come from there, right? Conclusions come from there. Life or death comes from there, right? So that we will put some time on Saturday to just purely teaching, okay? But today, this service is where we worship the Lord, right? With our heart, with our lives, with our bodies, right? Thanking Him for who He is. It's a day that we set, right? Like the Jews, God set it for them as a Sabbath day, a day of rest, okay? Because everyone is very busy every day, all right? And then put one not even the whole day. For the Jews, it's the whole day. <laughs> okay, so for us, we normally just take about three hours or four hours, right? 
sometimes people are so used to church as a religion that more than one hour they say, oh dear, <laughs> you know, one hour enough already. Why? Because they don't realize that it's not a religion. They are not here, right? To just bye-bye, <laughs> you know, get some blessing, bless me God, bless my cat, bless my dog, bless my children, and then finish, go home. Okay? That Madeline knows God is not like that anymore, right? He's very, very real. Very, very. We come into his presence and more and more as God moves us into his presence, every one of you going to just re revel in his presence. Revel means have pleasure and joy, right? It's a spiritual presence of God where the anointing, which is a tangible presence, comes down right to the people as we praise God. Where does uh, in the Old Testament, it says, Jesus, God dwell on the praises of his people. When we praise him, when we worship him, from where? Which part of us? Yeah, heart. Ah, from our heart, right? Then he's so pleased, he comes down. Because the very, very heart of God, why when he created Adam and Eve, for what purpose? He wants to, and then he created earth. He wants to come down and? Yeah, spend time with Adam and Eve, right? He wants to come down. God is so great, right? The whole universe he created and heaven is his throne. But he wants to come down and fellowship with men. Are you all men? <laughs> or animals? We are all men, right? Whether woman, okay, gender, no more already in heaven. Okay, so heaven uh, don't have woman or men, don't have sex. So, but he wants to come down to his created beings and fellowship. So just God, and then you know when we worship, it's a fragrance. God is smelling your thanksgiving when it's from the heart. Then when you want to smell very nice already, then we all say, finish already, bye-bye. <laughs> all right. He didn't even get to smell properly. That's the other part of ministering to God. He has so good to us, isn't it? He is so good to us. He saves us from hell. He saves us from sin, from sickness. And all he just wants is his people come together, only maybe once a week, right? Come and pour out that fragrance. Give him back the glory. Give him back the praises. Thank him. But remember, smell on it and then... <laughs> That's why sometimes we take a little bit more time in the presence of God. Okay, and when people begin to understand that Christianity is a fellowship, all right, with the real Father God, Holy Spirit, we don't even want to leave the presence of God. In fact, you know what did David say, right? I rather spend a whole day as a door a door post, a, a, a doorman <laughs> in God's house, taking care of the usher, like, you know, at the door, in his presence, rather than outside. Because outside, the world dominates, right? Not to say that we will come out from the world totally, right? We are in the world to change, influence the world, not the world influences. That's why Romans 8 says what, right? You renew your mind, all right? And come out from the culture of the world because you are from a different world <laughs> where God's kingdom, Jesus came to show us his kingdom.
is different from the kingdom of this earth. All this earth is just temporal. Right? But we are here for a purpose. We are here, got mission one. Okay? Yeah? To do his purpose, his will. Yeah. Because even Jesus did that. He said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And God put that desire in all our hearts. And today, you know, Jesus is coming, right? The rapture is coming. All right, the world is going to wrap up. <laughs> Hallelujah, right? People have been waiting, you know, those who have lived before our generation. They have Paul's time, all right? Even in the Bible, even in the Old Testament, they were all looking towards the day. First, Jesus come and die. And then after that, the second coming. And for the church, the believers, I love what uh, Robert Lowe said this morning. Good morning, church. <laughs> yeah, it's good morning, church. You are the church, not the building is the church. Right? Every one of you are the tent, the container, the church, the body of Christ, where his presence come and fill you. Right? And then the church is like, what time are now? <laughs> I'm going to sleep already. Oh, okay. No, the church is alive. Right? In Ephesians, right, Paul says Jesus Christ will come back to a glorious church. That's glorious, bright and shining, right? beautiful, healthy, wealthy, prosperous, not just in terms of dollars and cents, right? But yeah, we will never lack. Okay? We will be able to give to others like the book of Acts. Right? There was no one lacking in their church. <laughs> and they were just in homes all right? or in the courtyard. Right? When the, the numbers grew very big. But daily, we met in homes, just like we meet in homes. And one day, well, as the Lord leads, we may be, live, meet in a courtyard. <laughs> I don't know where, which court. Heaven's court is the best courtyard. Okay? So wherever you are, even in Zoom, you are in the presence of God. You're not just doing, uh, what do you call it? Pai. <laughs> doing a Sunday thing. Alright? So people go to temple, we go to church building. Uh-uh. Okay? We are in the presence of God. Okay? And in His presence, sometimes we don't even want to move away, right? I know Madeline loves the presence of God. Yeah. Okay? So no matter how she feels or so she comes, she's no more subject to body. She's God's making her stronger and stronger. She made a decision of the spirit. Right? Even my body may be a bit tired or what? No, 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 no. I want the presence of God. There is a presence of God wherever you are in your homes, but that is a stronger presence of God when we meet together corporately, right? Together, okay? Together, the two or three, right? Are together, God is there, okay? Many more degrees, but if you all are, are over in different places, still can have the presence of God, but try come over here. <laughs> Even better. Okay, let's start today. Our land shall be married. <clears throat> you all heard about yourself getting married, right? <laughs> okay, the Bible says our land, all right, shall be married. Okay, yes, uh, put a picture of Jerusalem and the covenant. Okay, now we have been learning of the Lord and the Holy Spirit has been directing us to realize, have a revelation that the God of the Jews or the Hebrews or the Israelites, is also oh, <laughs> the God of the new creation, who is 
Yes, amen. Because too long, right? The church or the body of Christ, right, uh, have been thinking, okay, now we have Jesus. Jesus, good, nothing wrong because Jesus is the one who brought us to the Lord. But then have no idea of God. You know, the Jews are, oh, they're very powerful, huh? oh, very rich, huh? very powerful, miracles happen. That Moses, all through their Jews' history, prophets, priests, kings, super powerful, right? Then you come to the new creation, and then it seems like very successful also. Don't you think almost everything is invented, created by Jews? <laughs> yeah, God made them so brilliant. All kinds of new ideas came from them. Scientists, mainly Jews. Who is that? Albert Einstein. Is he a Jew? Yeah. Okay, my history not that good, so I cannot name so many names. <laughs> but these are the very famous ones. If not for them, we won't have lighting, right? We won't have uh, be able to meet each other in Zoom. Where was their heritage? Okay, they were Jews. They had a God. <laughs> very powerful God. The God who created this heaven and this earth behind them. Yeah? So anyone who is not a Jew is a Gentile at that time. All right? So we were Gentiles. We have no covenant. God promised them. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They have covenant. That's why I put there a picture with a rainbow. Rainbow speaks of covenant. Okay, so of the, the covenant means what? A promise, all right? Agreement, a promise. So who promised them that their lives will be blessed? <laughs> they are God, okay? They are God, okay? Because their God at that time was not the God of the Gentiles. They worship other gods. The, the real God was the God of the Jews, okay? The devil want to prove that the God of the Jews is not real by wiping Israel out of the map of the world. That's why you have always war there. That's after the Jews crucified Jesus, where they rejected the Messiah. So we are connected to the Jews because of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. All right? And it was, he was prophesied from the beginning that even in the Garden of Eden, God will send the Savior. All right, and then told to Abraham to look at the stars. Right, the gospel was preached there. All, right, all of us were already there, the new creation, until Jesus came. So who connected us? And then in Galatians, right, Paul tells us that we are children of Abraham by our faith in Jesus Christ. So if you are children of Abraham, all of Abraham's blessings not only belong to the Jews, but to who else? Who? who? Yes, to all of us also in Christ. But the thing is only we are so ruled by senses still, <laughs> right? We just play around our playground, okay? But when we see the kingdom of God, okay? The real realm of God, the spiritual realm, and who God is. For the Jews, very easy, all written in the Bible and in their lives and their history, we can see what a rich nation, all right? In, in the, every heritage, when God restored them back, okay, because of their, their crucifixion of Jesus Christ, the rejected Messiah, uh, Jesus, they were dispersed to the different parts of the world. Right? But every prophecy that's in the Bible will come to pass and has come to pass. The last one is just the second coming, all right, which 
Just now we sang, we sang, or can't remember, right? All eyes will see Jesus. There will be a time where Jesus will appear again physically. And that time is after the rapture. And who will be behind him? Yes, all of us. To do what? Rule and reign, right? Because this time, Jesus is not, second time, he's not coming as a baby anymore. He's coming as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And everyone of his believers, especially Madeline, I think, right in front. <laughs> yeah, because God is so proud of you, you know? Yeah, that you don't care about how, what your age or what, you know, whatever time you have left, you want to serve Jesus, whether it's through Facebook. You know, she go into Facebook not to stalk anybody. <laughs> right, today, many people are stalkers, right? Inside that chat. What is Adeline doing? Uh? Uh, what is so-and-so doing, right? But God put inside her heart. I don't even know how to, to really operate it, you know? But I understand that one because many times, maybe those people from our era. <laughs> okay, so you know where my era is. All right, so sometimes all these technical things are a little bit difficult. But sometimes I, I went through that, you know, how touch, 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 and then can go in one, can do things there. And then after that, people ask me, how do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit who knows all things can teach us all things that's why we need to know the holy spirit and i'm glad today you know evelyn's uh, uh, daughters at 10 years old already know who holy spirit is can start to hear holy spirit and then those big big one many years christians still don't know who is holy spirit <laughs> yeah so it's not that we are boasting but this is so very important right our generation the kids today god has going to use the kids to minister to adults I remember when my son Jeremy right, was growing up, uh, from very young, the moment he can talk, I really teach him how to pray for the sick. So as a young, maybe two or three years, three years old like that, he looked at us pray. And then when I had sore throat or whoever had sore throat, he don't know how to say properly. So he put his hand at the throat and then he said, throat, come up. <laughs> because the, the, the sickness the pain is inside the throat ma. right so i can remember that because it's so funny yeah train your kids bring them up in the realm of the spirit where jesus has won the victory right where they can hear holy spirit right kate can tell the, uh, they all have conversation oh it's holy spirit who tell daddy god <laughs> tell their daddy about you know second coming <laughs> from a little child Right? In the last days, God will use young people and the not say old people, the a little bit older. <laughs> okay, yeah, to declare the glory of God because the glory of God is going to fill this whole earth. Right? The, every tongue, every race, when Jesus comes again, second time, will have to bow their knees to the only one and only King and Lord. Of this universe, our Lord Jesus Christ. There's no any other, right? Madeline also said that just now, right? Only one. Jesus is the only way, the truth and the life. If you know he's the only way to your success, to your growth, to your destiny, to everything in life worth living for, will you go for that way? <laughs> yeah, the world tells this way, that way. Huh? Sometimes you don't know which way. Teach you for a while and then after that, Cannot make it. <laughs> so try another way. And then another few years spent there, cannot make it. Go another way. This way is a guaranteed way. 
Jesus Christ. He can never fail you, right? So, Madeline, I will never leave you, right? Or I will whoever <laughs> someday will leave us, right? Yeah, either they think you are too, too dumb <laughs> to learn or, you know, wasting their time, okay? But God never see, right, his investment in you, teaching you, growing you, feeding you as wasting his time, right? Because he see beyond what you are today. He can see your future journeys, right? That you will serve him, right? Yeah, we cannot see. <laughs> we only see here. Okay? But when our spirit man is growing, then your spirit eyes <laughs> open big, big, okay? And you can see ahead already. And you're not afraid. You're not afraid anymore, right? To walk where Jesus already walked. We're just following his footsteps. Amen, Marianne? Yeah, just walk because someone is in front of you. Your leader, your guide, your shepherd will never leave you. Mar Madeline and Marianne together. Wow, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's the demonic side, right? So Marianne was saying that, you know, sometimes the, the devil comes, right, and disturb you. Yeah? If your spirit may not build, you are your ghost, a ghost. <laughs> Pastor call ghost master, you know, catch ghost. <laughs> okay? Ah, so when you have Jesus and you are matured a bit, okay? Not baby, because the baby don't know. Say, ah! Right, but you grow up already, you know the word of God, okay. That the devil is under your feet, you will be able to command, right? Just like Denise, right? Tell the devil, get out in Jesus' name, and then done, finish. Okay, this is the life that Jesus lived on this earth as a son of God, and you're all sons and daughters of the living God, not dead God, okay? The living one, right? You're alive, you're here. For the purpose, okay. So our land shall be mar married. So that is uh, Jerusalem, all right, uh, city of God. You can see after the Holocaust, right, and everything, God restored back Jerusalem. The land became fruitful again, all right, until today, right. The Messiah Jesus is going to come. So what about us now? You're all also part of the whole uh, blessing of God, okay. Okay, Psalms 92, 12 to 13. We've, I shared this last week. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Yeah, just now I was saying, right, this word flourish. I'm glad, you know, uh, Evelyn, go, she saw this, and then I saw her posting. Although I seldom go into Facebook. Just a second, I go in, pop, see which one pop up first. <laughs> then I will put like. Okay, so her one pop up. Ah, oh, we are meant to flourish. Do you see that? It's a revelation, you know, that this is what God meant for you to flourish. Flourish is what? Bloom, blossom, sprout out, grow. Everyone is our children of God as a seed that God planted in us, in our spirit man, we are meant to grow. No one is meant to be stunted, you know? So all were meant to grow tall, 
grow, flourish and bloom like the palm tree. Provided you are planted where? <laughs> you, in the house of the Lord. All right, in the presence of God, where there's enough spiritual food, where there is the presence of God, yeah, where, the, where the, there's a continuous flow of the word of God, of prophecy, of the Holy Spirit, right, of everything from the realm of the Spirit is flowing there. Not a little bit flow, then the little bit don't have. <laughs> but got a bit of food, no spirit. Got Holy Spirit all the time, got no food one. <laughs> so, we need both the word of God and the Holy Spirit. Okay, that's why Jesus said, wait until you be a Jew with power from high. So we are planted like a seed. You have to be planted somewhere, <laughs> right? You don't throw your seed just everywhere, right? <laughs> and then you say, grow. <laughs> it's not going to grow, right? Okay, your mango seed, rambutan seed, it's not going to just grow. You have to put it in soil and in good soil. Okay, and then walk the plant it, plant it deep with so they can the roots can grow deep. So yesterday I talked about your foundation, right? The foundation must be strong. Otherwise, when there's a hurricane, why well, you always go under the bed <laughs> because your house may collapse, right? But when we have God's word, our foundation is strong in the Lord, all right, in grace, in God's goodness, in faith, in the spirit, then we're not scared of any problem in life. Okay, so we planted and the righteous are only those who do good. Who are the righteous? You're all right. The righteous is his righteousness. Okay, so even today, you shout at the driver next to you, <laughs> opposite one. Are you still the righteous one? Yeah, because it's in your spirit. Okay, but I'm not asking you to go and shout at others, right? Just like you all, okay? So all of you have seen a change, a transformation in your lives from your spirit. It's not, you see, in the world or even in Christian knowledge, it's try to transform yourself. Be a better Christian, people tell you, right? Here, God's word say, he will transform us, all right? He will grow you. You don't talk to your baby that you just give birth to. Hey, you grow up. Uh, you change uh, from a baby to a toddler, and then from toddler, you grow to become like Marianne like that. <laughs> you don't talk to your baby like that. What do you do for them to grow? Yeah. Marianne said, eat them. So as we eat and we are fed with God's word, the growing process comes from God. God will make sure we grow because we are having the correct food. So you eat a lot of we eat Robert's Lowe's food, we will grow physically. <laughs> Just like his children <laughs> growing, right? Feed you very well. Amen. Okay, so now we are planted in the house of God is where you'll be fed spiritual food. Right? The correct food for your spirit man to grow. Right? So then you can flourish. Put that inside me. Say, I'm meant to flourish. Yes, in Christ. Amen. Like a palm tree. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So Isaiah 62, today's message or prophecy or the word of God. Verse 1 to 5. Regarding Zion, I can't keep my mouth shut. So I ask you all to read also Old Testament in the light of the new. Because God speaks direct there. Very beautiful. I can't hold my tongue. So instead of, you know, plus Jerusalem, 
Yes, God's going to bless them. And then it's the promise in the Bible, whoever blessed Jerusalem is blessed. All right, the Jews. I thought I never really bothered about all those things. <laughs> you know, probably didn't years ago. Last time, it means like 40 years ago, you know. But as the Lord began, Holy Spirit began to draw near, you know, towards Jesus coming and rapture, right? He's giving us the revelation because God's eyes are going to turn from the Gentiles to the church, to, to, sorry, to Jerusalem, to the Jews very soon, all right? So, the, until the righteousness blazes down like the sun and the salvation flames like a torch. God's salvation through Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus, all right? The wonderful gospel, the good news of Jesus is going to be like a blazing torch to the world in the last days. We are living in the last days, right? The more torches that are right, not torture. <laughs> the other one is the other torture, right? As I said, it, so we have to pronounce properly. Yeah. Okay, so these are torches, okay? Which are, you might, God's, uh, the other day I said, during the Holy Spirit power feast, the ministers of God, the servants of God, every one of you are like flames of, Fire. fire yeah the spot jewels also have right yeah you are a flame of fire fire for what burning the gospel right burning heat warm up passion okay oh, hot or not uh, joan today dance <laughs> sweating right yeah when god's presence come down you are suddenly full of heat <laughs> fire Fire of God, Holy Spirit is like a fire. When it comes upon you, wow, you speak, <laughs> fire come out. Right? This is the fire, the torch right, of the gospel. You no longer say, trying to think up which is the verse huh, to, to preach. Huh? For God so loved John, what? Huh? John 3, what? <laughs> okay? Yeah, you is a fire burning inside you already. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Yeah, as you meditate, this becomes like a fire inside you and you go out, whether Cambodia, uh, Myanmar or your next door neighbor. <laughs> Not the dog. <laughs> Hello. Oh, God so loved the world. <laughs> you know, all right. What happened? There's a fire that is burning inside you, right? Like I said, right? The pastor went to the uh, New York slums, right? And the gangster, Nicky De Cruz, told him, I have the switchblade. You're not scared. Uh? I'm going to kill you, you know? You keep on telling me Jesus loves you. What did the pastor, David Wilkerson, say to him? Huh? Wow, you, you see? Madeline heard it. Uh, so you had to ask three times. <laughs> I think she only heard one time, right? That day when I shared it. Yeah. See, that is the fire inside everyone. Even you cut me 1,000 pieces, every piece will still say, Jesus love you, I love you. And that is God's love. God raising up people, like all of you, like that, right? With flames of fire inside that. I will love you because Jesus loved you, right? With that passion, with that fire. No more doing, serving the Lord like a duty like that. <laughs> okay, I had to do up. <laughs> right? It's with passion, with fire, all right? So, 
everyone will become a blazing torch for the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? So whether it is, if you are able, go to different countries or wherever you are. If not, everyone still can witness, right? Ah, today, Madeline preached to you already. <laughs> what did she say? Ah, use the social media, huh? Ah, Facebook also can, right? Go and share. Someone will be blessed. And then we have our uh, Elsa help us to put into uh, all the social media, right? Use that platform to preach the gospel, to reach out, say hi to someone. Facebook can connect to thousands of people all over the world. Huh? Oh, if what uh, about this, this pastor one, is it? Yeah, it is actually not in one but Actually, you can find the verse. Can you tell me which verse? A lot of verses, right? <laughs> right? God will love you. Right? God demonstrated his love to us even while we were yet sinners. So that guy was still a sinner holding the switchblade. But Jesus already loved him and demonstrated the love. Romans, I think, 8. 515 or something like that. All right, somewhere in Romans. Okay. Yeah. So the shepherd, good shepherd, right, will love you and pursue you to the end. Right. If you are meant to be saved and meant to serve the Lord, yeah, Junus, God will go after you. <laughs> you go there, you go there. You know, in Psalms, right, the psalmist said, Where can I run from you, O Lord? If I go to the heavens, you are there. I go down to hell, you are there. I go everywhere, you are there. God will not let you go. All right? He run after us. He pursue you. Huh? Sarah, right? Yeah, he will pursue us. Because why? He see you valuable. Right? He see you precious. And he will make sure one day you will see yourself the way he see you. And when you see yourself the way God see you, you will also begin to pursue others for Jesus. All right, foreign countries will see your righteousness and world leaders your glory. Now prophesy this morning, okay, from God's word. Foreign countries, the world will see, right? God is not just up there and then nobody can see him. The time comes, right, through his people, his goodness to his people, right? When he said, yes, I will bless you, he will take it back and the world will see, right? So like, for example, whether it's Facebook or in, in the real, real physical world, right? God will so bless you until people will see. Why is Evelyn go so blessed? <laughs> you know, foreign people, people who speak different language, different culture, right? They will see. Why Janice in US is so blessed? Can be her business in Malaysia can be blessed. <laughs> She's not there. Each one of you, okay, if we only know and acknowledge God as our God, Jesus, right? God will do such a wonder, a miracle that only He can do. I cannot do it for you, all right? Neither can anyone do for another person. There's miracles that only God can do, all right? The blessing, okay, you will get, they will see the glory. The glory of who? Of God. You see, there is something behind you, right, Janice, as you share, right, your business, your work. People will see why you 
so blessed. Why you, you know, don't lose temper? Why so patient? <laughs> In every area, you manifest the power of God, whether it's the love of God, the character of God, right? Because we are made in his image, right? When people see Marianne, they see, oh, your behavior, your look all like your mommy like that. Ah, yes. Ah, mommy, take care of you, right? So why are you so blessed? You're not orphans anymore, right? There were, I once preached that so you have a daddy God. You have physical parents, praise the Lord for them, honor them, but you have a spiritual father who will make sure that nobody touch you because whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. You're very precious. So we got bodyguard wherever we go. It's in the verse also, Psalms or Proverbs, okay? that God is our personal bodyguard also. See, God does everything for our benefit, right? So he has given, the people are going to see. We don't make ourselves famous. Remember the blessing of Abraham. God said to him, I will make you great. Great means famous. One of the words inside great. But here today, we try to, people in the world say, make yourself famous, man. You know, change the world. And then at the end, our own effort, we have become famous. <laughs> okay? That has no part in God's plan. But God, when God make you famous, no one can stop it. Famous for what? Famous for his works in your life, his miracles, his healing, his blessing, all supernatural. Like the Jews, they are not famous in their own right. Why are they so rich? They do tithing and offering. They all kinds of offering. <laughs> if you are Jew, you panic if you don't understand offering. All right? First fruit offering, all kinds, right? Uh, after that, tithe of tithes and so many things there. But that was given to them for that nation to so be so rich. All right? Solomon, the wealthiest. Okay? Abraham was rich in material things. Yeah? But God gave them certain principles to follow in their life. And they just followed. It was passed down from generation to generation. Tithing, offering, giving, first fruits, all kinds, right? And they just followed. Then we said, why are you all so rich? Huh? <laughs> okay. For us, so simple today, right? Follow some of the things they do, which is not law, okay? But it's just God's heart. And then with the understanding of grace that he already blessed us. That's where in our tithing offering, we are saying, God, you are my God. When the Jews did it, they said the same thing. You are my God. No other God that we serve. Right? That's why they were given the Ten Commandments. So today, God don't put the Ten Commandments on us anymore. Right? We had it because Jesus not yet come. We have Jesus. We are under grace. Under grace, we even give for all. Our whole heart, our life, everything. Saying, God, you sure if God is your God? <laughs> if God is your God, will he take care of you? If God is your God, is it scary to give everything? <laughs> no need to answer. All right. But that is the real meaning all right, of a relationship. Okay. Like Marianne or oh, oh, Nicholas disappeared. Okay. So what? You know your mommy and daddy will take care of you. You know they are your parents, right? So are you scared of no money? 
you just say, yeah, I, I don't see my money here. I can give it away because why? Daddy will give me some more. <laughs> All right. Oh, mommy. <laughs> well, mommy and daddy. So we got Holy Spirit, God, Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. We got more, three. <laughs> so when we are scared, if you're not very sure, they love you. Correct or not? Yeah. God bring us to a place where we will know our daddy God will never fail us. How do we know? From the word. The more we meditate on God's word, the more our heart will our spirit is the one who make the decision. God is real and I'm not scared. Right? You will take care of me. You have a promise. Right? Okay. You, your people will see the glory of God on your life. Right? The, the radiance, the brightness. You, you stand out in the world. You stand out in your office. You stand out in your character, in the way you talk, in the way you, you're blessed. Right? Every area. You will stand out. People will see. He will make you famous, not we ourselves. No more our own effort. You will get a brand new name straight from the mouth of God. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of God. You see, the crown of splendor is, the crown is beautiful, right? Crown, yeah? Princess. <laughs> when you're small, you like to wear crown, all right? And then, but the real people who have the real crown are the, those who are in the royalty, right? In England and all that. So what does the crown signify? Royalty, authority. Yeah? So if you have, you are a crown, God give you a crown in the spiritual, right? We will see the real crown when we go to heaven because there will be different crowns that we place upon us, right? crown of righteousness, crown of glory, right? <clears throat> but right now, when you receive the Lord, okay, you, God give you, put a crown on you. Beautiful, right? Miss Universe, wear crown you know, at the end. <laughs> After he has, she has been, you know, uh, said that, uh, compete, competed and then judged as, the, as the, the most beautiful woman, physically only. <laughs> so don't need to cover for that, that crown, right? So we have the beauty in our heart, the crown that God put on us. It's a crown of beauty, splendor, glorious. All right. So take, talking to us about our authority, Jesus has given you that authority. All right. In your life, that beauty, all right, that will come out from you. And where is this crown? In the verse. <laughs> so always remember always in the world you are a crown of splendor where in the lord's hand okay so if we are beautiful in somebody's hand nothing is going to happen we are beautiful in god's hand god hand speak of his miracle working wonder power right we normally do things with our hands right so God can, when you become that crown, very precious, very beautiful, he is going to show you to the world that this is my son, this is my daughter. And then miracles are going to happen to him when we clear our mind, <laughs> the blockage, right? To the miraculous power of our God. When your spirit man is built, then you don't have that blockage, right? That tell you, can that? 
can God heal me, man? Can God bless me, man? <laughs> Where all this man, man, man comes from? <laughs> huh? Ah, lordship, right? Every day, man, can man? Cannot man? Can ah? God can ah? You tomorrow, next week, go uh, go salary ah? Can man? Go bonus ah? Can man? Right? Can heal ah? Can man? Man, man, man. Right? So become time to become the shepherd, right? The shepherd don't man, man, man. Really, the shepherd will be telling the sheep where to go. Right? Help the sheep, take care of the sheep. That's why God is bringing us. Right? We have more training now, even among the service. Right? You have an understanding that you are sheep ah uh, sorry shepherd but you're also sheep all right sheep to god listening to god's voice but at the same time no man 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 <laughs> okay you become the one who can guide the sheep all right guide the sheep to go where <laughs> go to lowe's residence <laughs> go to god all right go to god all right so if they man 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 you can tell them uh, no, no need to be afraid. No need to meh, 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 right? God's word say that he will take care of you. God say he will multiply your seed. God say he has healed you, all right? So ah, then no more afraid already because God's word is the final authority, okay? If we don't develop the spirit man, then the final authority <laughs> is the meh, meh, meh. <laughs> okay, all right? So we're no more meh, all right? We are now believing God and out of our mouth filled with God's word, we begin to speak God's word, God's will. So we are in the hand of God, right? So you think God's hand very slippery one? <laughs> no? Or you got not enough strength to hold you, to take care of you, to protect you? No, right? His hand is strong. He hold on to you, not be trying to hold on to God. Right? He make sure you will make it. <laughs> not break it to make it all right it doesn't break our will or all those kind of things just sometimes our stubbornness all right the flesh is all but he will take he will make sure right he hold you tight he will never let you go mm. okay so we are so precious and beautiful in god's hand no more will anyone call you rejected Ah, sometimes not people call you rejected. We call ourselves like that. <laughs> nobody loves me. I'm nobody's child. <laughs> okay, so stop because God don't call you rejected. All right, the most problem with people and believers is that fear of rejection, right? And that came from sin. The moment you're born in this earth, right? Separation. God turned it actually, Adam was never separated from God always in God's heart, right? But just that God cannot fellowship with him because sin, right? The holiness of God, he's sinful, now cannot go into the holiness of God. In the presence of God, had to die, right? So, but, but definitely Adam was still in God's heart, right? So that your children sin, you straight away cut them off. <laughs> it will always be in your heart, but fellowship, a bit difficult. Yeah, because they're very naughty, sin they maybe go to jail already. How to fellowship? They're in jail for past. Okay, but because they're still children, your children, you will still love them and find a way to fellowship again. So that's where God sent Jesus Christ so that today man through Christ can now to punish him on our behalf. So the justice of God is already met. Now every one of his children can fellowship again with God, right? So that 
that rejection thing is never God. God never rejected anyone. Ah, that's a devil's lie. God don't love you. You are not good enough. God won't use you. Ah, you lawman. <laughs> no, okay? Yeah, God never was patient with each one of us. All right? Time after time came after us, pursued us, loved us, and then brought us back into the fold, into his house. All right? He always accept us. The word reject is from the devil. Right? To make us feel inferior. Right? Rejected. Unworthy. But Jesus came and made us what? Accepted. We are accepted in the beloved. When we realize the one who created us accept us, there will be no more such, this, such thing as I'm very scared what people think of me. They reject me. Once one person said, no, you preach the gospel, you share Jesus. And the person said, oh, no, I, I don't want to. Uh, not now. Don't receive Jesus. Oh, <laughs> I feel so rejected. I don't want to share with anybody anymore. No, right? Yeah. Because they are not rejecting you, even if they say no. They are just saying no to Jesus. Yeah? That's nothing personal. Okay? Because we, if you realize you are speaking and sharing the gospel or living your life as God, God living in you, Jesus living in you, then if they say no, they are saying no to Jesus. Right? You, you represent the company, right? If you sell product. <laughs> if they don't want to buy your product, you go home and cry, is it? <laughs> Maybe I like, got less commission. But the thing is, if they say you, they criticize your product, you know, no good, then you go back and tell the boss, you are the one responsible. <laughs> you make you manufacture this product. It's no good. I don't have to feel, you don't have to feel rejected or bad, right? So we are talking Jesus to the world, giving them Jesus Christ. If they say no good, ask them, go talk, talk to God, you know? So go to another person. Yeah? Because it's not you. You are just a vessel, all right, with a voice to declare the glory of God, who Jesus is. Okay? So God said to the children of Israel, the people, that you are not rejected. No one will ever call you rejected. Your country will no more be called ruined. Sometimes our lives will ruin. Right? Spiritually, in the past, we don't know Jesus. We went through a lot of what we call ruin. Like everything failed. Marriage failed. Relationship failed. Business failed. You know, everyone have a story <laughs> in their lives. Correct? We grew up. But the wonderful thing is, when we come into Jesus, we say, forget all the past. Really. <laughs> all the past is gone. All the And then not only that, in Christ, it's going to bring back beauty. So it's called beauty for ashes, right? Ruins are like ashes, right? And when our sister shared oh, the house burned down, it's like ashes, right? What you see at the end is ashes. But today, God said to you, I give you beauty for those ashes that were in your life. They were all past and gone. But what today, the world is going to see is what? A royal diadem, a crown of beauty in the hand of God. They will not remember the past and neither will you, right? Because everything that is ashes, in our ruins, in our life, no more. It's in God's hand and he wiped away everything, the tears of the past and he gave us beauty. You will be called Hatsibah. It's a Hebrew word, a Hebrew name. It means my delight. So there are people today who call themselves Hatsibah. It's a beautiful name. My delight. My delight means God already delight in you because of 
Why God takes delight? Delight means happy with you. Why is God happy with you? <laughs> because of Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, you became his beloved child. How? Right? All the blessings being his child, you know, his sons and daughters, all is because of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Nothing else. Jesus Christ because of him. So when we serve God, we, you know, when we are doing things for God, it's like, it's because of Jesus. Whatever we do, if it's not Jesus, then it's our own works. Yeah, right? So Jesus is the reason right, for everything that we do today for so-called for God. Right? And he says, he can delight in you because earlier cannot, because we were in our sin. Right? But because today you have been redeemed, God don't see you, Daphne, in your past, in your sin, in your weaknesses or whatever. He just see Christ because you believe Christ. You put on that word of righteousness. So you are well-pleasing just as Jesus, uh, God said to Jesus, what? this is my beloved son when you open the heavens. See, when he comes blessing on you, before blessing can come down, you must know that God takes delight in you. <laughs> if you think your parents have something against you or, you know, still holding a grudge against you, how are you going to receive blessing from your parents? Or from your boss also? Which boss bless their children, their staff, whom they don't like? <laughs> then they give bonus. This staff, you know, very terrible. Don't like this staff. And then bonus time, 10 months bonus. Go or not? They don't have, right? Like the, the, even in the natural, all right? Someone bless you a lot, a lot. Most of the time, it's the parent of you. You are the favorite child or you are the favorite employee. Okay? So, in order to really receive God's blessing, first thing we need to realize is that we are God's favorite. He is happy with you because of? Yes. Ah. <laughs> okay? So, there's really nothing to boast. Not because I'm good. Not because I give a lot. Right? But because Jesus, Jesus, I believe in Jesus, all right? And I receive that righteousness that he gave me, right? That he don't condemn me. It's not my doing, not because I, you know, preach the gospel or what. It's because of that's called grace. I don't deserve it. But he still give it to me, that place of honor, that place of delight before the Father. Okay, you are Hepzibah. You are my delight because earlier, right? The the, the Jews, uh, remember, they were very difficult. They're always complaining, always doing, doing the wrong thing, right? But God still tell them, and then your land is Beulah. <laughs> Beulah means married, owned and protected by the Lord. Lord means master. Okay, so your land. You, you only know human beings get married, right? Your land get married. <laughs> okay. It's your whole possession, your business, the work of your hands, your job, your children, your family, or even could be your neighbors also. Yeah? They, they come near you, they get blessed. It's married. Marriage speaks of what? Fruitfulness, happiness. Except for those days, right? We married, not very happy. But today, <laughs> most people marry, they are happy, right? They found someone like that, me like that, okay? Found someone, all right? That they love, okay? So it is 
married and then they will look forward to children. <laughs> okay, that's the norm. Lah. Okay, so marriage is like fruitfulness and you have someone to take care of you. Okay, owned and protected by the Lord. Because God delights in you, your land will be married like a wedding celebration. Okay, when we come together, right, a church is blessed. You're married. Okay, we are fruitful. Married means you are joined to someone who is greater than you, who is able to provide for you. Yes, Robolo? <laughs> who will be your husband? Okay, you're married and then you call the, your husband husband, right? You don't call him boyfriend anymore, correct? Okay, supposedly, that is the meaning. So when he said we are married to Jesus, right? It's a person, he will take care of you. And then your land is married, whatever you do, prosper. It's taken care of by God, okay? So that's why there's an explanation in tithing, right? Where the, the money that we have comes from this earth that was cursed. So that's why we release that 10% to release the curse from our finances, from our supply. And then the rest is blessed. Okay, the, the rest of the 90%. Okay, because the land was cursed. So any, anyway, right? So we have a someone, a nobody who belongs to Jesus, married, is still single. <laughs> Spiritually, you already have someone who owns you. Okay, now the physical one, don't end up being owned by your husband, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay, but in a sense, your physical body belongs to him, okay? In Corinthians, Paul say that, okay? So that's why, but there are, there's another teaching, and I won't go into that, all right? The physical marriage, okay? But the, it speaks of ownership, okay? The Lord, Christ loved the church. Husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church. It speaks of a deeper meaning in the spiritual, all right? Because the physical marriage will not happen anymore in heaven. So if you want to get married, you have to <laughs> do it now, okay? When we go to heaven, no more already, okay? Because in heaven, there's no male or female, right? But the meaning of marriage, God has always been uh, bringing this spiritual meaning out, okay? This marriage, when we marry Jesus, is that you, he will protect you. He will provide for you. Someone now is your husband. Someone now is your provider. Right? So to, even in the natural, women in the past need to get married because they don't know how to work. <laughs> so the man supposed to take care of them. That's why they get married. Mainly for that purpose. Okay, for other purposes as well. But mainly that now, okay, uh, the parents will say, I marry you off already, huh? Okay, now the responsibility to take care of you, husband. Okay, so Jesus married us to take care of us. The world, because of sin, cannot portray the perfection of marriage as God intended. Right? So that's why we need to come and have the proper meaning and understanding from God himself who created everything he created marriage as well to show us that we are married to jesus all right so our life our land is also married so some people are married already right to you you are my husband what i 
what you have is mine and what i have is <laughs> mine <laughs> so we have and not saying that it have to be wise also right now today in the physical world right because they are not perfect human being is not perfect so there is a little exercise we need to exercise wisdom on this earth but the spiritual marriage god is perfect right yeah he will never fail you isn't it so when he married us he's saying to us i will take care of you but god's way of love is whatever is mine is yours <laughs> he shared with us right his kingdom we are joined as with him whatever he has if he gave his life for us on the cross is there anything else that he will withhold from you nothing okay so the the real understanding of marriage is you are joined to someone you become one okay when you become one everything he has is yours you have become one so you don't marry on <laughs> <laughs> so if it can be manifested in physical wonderful right if not just let it grow <laughs> not by force <laughs> it's one right and when we that's where we trust god like that spiritually we are one with him he take over every responsibility over your life okay so every day is like a wedding celebration our land our business our work first we need to see it in the spiritual all right the word married means but all right own rule over so he it's so nice that if you know when you have married that person your husband was supposed to make all the decision take care of everything you're just like the princess sit down there enjoy but very hard to find such a man right <laughs> on this planet okay So just marry Jesus Kennedy. <laughs> you are still single. Amen, Adeline. <laughs> yeah, but if you still desire a human being, okay, now my he will give you. <laughs> All right, but only a few years more to go. Only don't worry. Okay, so married is it, the the meaning created by God, right? It's like it's good to to study Hebrew. You know, when I see more and more Hebrew, I wish I want to go for class. You know, because it's so beautiful in the meaning of the the word of uh, the the chosen people of God in the Hebrew language. It just depict exactly the heart of God, right? Then we miss out after when we get the translation, it become one word, <laughs> and then we miss out the entire meaning of God. You know, in the purpose or in the lives of His children. So it's ownership. It's master, right? He takes care of everything in our lives. Okay, don't let the world, uh, uh, you know, imperfection, right, block your eyes from God's perfection, right? That can happen to us, right? So, he is your husband. Bula means dominion. So if we surrender our business, our life, everything to our spiritual husband, right? He will take care of everything. <laughs> Can you believe that? If you believe that, then he will do. Okay, because God doesn't force into your life, right? The making of decisions and all that. But when we say yes, Lord, and understand the meaning of, you're not single anymore in the spirit. Okay, those of you who are single <laughs> in the flesh, you are married to Jesus. That marriage is very beautiful when you understand. 
God's words, all right, in the Hebrew language, it bring it up to us to have dominion over, to be the husband, to take care of you. So even men are married to Jesus, all right? Jesus become their husband. Okay, I'll show you the word. For as a young man marries his virgin bride, so your builder marries you. And as a bridegroom is happy with his bride, so if you have a bridegroom not happy with you, say, it's okay. <laughs> Don't fight with them. Okay. It's okay. I got another bridegroom who is happy with me. You're not happy, you go and sleep early. La. <laughs> right. But my Jesus, another bridegroom is very happy with you. I spend more time with him. Better still. <laughs> no, no, I'm not asking you to fight with your husband. Okay. All right. So, but just know, all right, that our life is not just the physical. All right. The physical has a purpose, but we have a spiritual one that's very, very powerful. Your God is happy with you, right? Jonas, God is happy with you, your God, okay. Daphne, your God happy with you? Yes. Yes, amen, okay? All of you happy or not? <laughs> not you happy, God is happy with you, right? That makes you happy, right? Okay, now going from that, I posted watchmen over your walls, Jerusalem, day and night. They will keep it. You see, God, when he become our husband, our Married to us, where he said our land is married, we are married to him. I will show you the other verse, you are married to him, right? Day and night, he takes over the watching. You don't have to don't sleep at night. Oh, the watch over by business. 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, you still cannot sleep because out there in the world, your business is what time, what time, <laughs> right? Is the shares going up or going down or whatever? We are so stressed. Because wherever we put the money, <laughs> Jesus said, right, it's your treasure. So that's why when we put all these things to God, the things of this world, money or whatever, to him, right, who takes care of it, your business, your job, your whoever, then you can sleep. Like Robert though, right, sleep early. <laughs> Don't worry. But then the, the you know, which wall come down, all right, you just sleep. You just rest in him. Because he said, I, I will set watchmen. Right? The Lord is, who are his watchmen? All the angels, right? And all the whatever agents also. There can be some human angels, you know, God used. They may be enemy, you know, <laughs> doesn't care. God used them for your benefit. Remember, I share one story, right? This lady who always believed God for her provision are groceries. <laughs> okay, just now with Adeline Chat. So, what? That day, she don't have much uh, grocery. She prayed to God. God, you are my supplier, you are my source. So I know you, I need this amount of groceries, whether for, for children or family or whoever, you supply. She spoke it out loud at the garden outside her house. Then the neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor overheard her praying to her God. The neighbor is unbeliever. Always persecute her because she likes to talk about Jesus, talk about God. You know, my God is my supplier, my God will take care of me. Then the neighbor who don't believe Jesus like to, you know, uh, uh, persecute her. So she said, Oh, she prayed to her God to supply her. Now I will make fun of her. I go to the supermarket, <laughs> whatever she said, you know, she said, I want this God, you know, this, 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 I need this. So he go and note down. <laughs> Write down what she said to her God that she needs. Write down. Okay, now I'm going to make fun of her. So I go to the supermarket. I buy everything that she wrote down. Then she brought all the, the he brought all the groceries that she wanted and then put in front of her. Oh, of course she very happy. Huh? She said, ooh, you know, 
Oh, thank you, God, you know, for providing for me everything that I wanted. Then the neighbor, ah, laugh at her. You say your God provide. I am the one who went to the supermarket and buy everything. Then the, what she said? <laughs> thank you. God use you. <laughs> you see, that's our God. Whichever way, even if the people mock us, right? They don't know. God will use them. When his favor is on you, when you know and you trust him, God will use even enemies, all those insult you, whatever, don't care, right? He can use them to bless you. That's where he can turn everything because you are his favor now, right? He will watch over you. They will right? no peace until God, reminding God to remember he makes Jerusalem famous, all right? The Lord has sworn. Every time you hear, you know, I said, I love Old Testament. I swear, God swear. Today, when people swear, it's all the bad things. <laughs> but God swear all the good things, all the promises. So go and get all those promises where God swore and swear. He said what? The Lord has sworn an oath by his right hand and his mighty arm. I will never again give your grain as food to your enemies, nor will the invading foreigners drink your new wine for you, which you have labored. But they who have harvested it will eat it and praise the Lord. And they who have gathered it will drink it at the feast celebrated in the courtyards of my sanctuary. God is telling his people, right? No longer will you work and then somebody take over your food or your, you know, your crops and your harvest. You will enjoy the harvest, the work of your hands. And this is our promise to us in the new creation. All right? We can take it because we are children of Abraham. Right? So, and... Their God is our God, right? Even more today in Christ. God said, you will work and then you will eat the good fruit. You will enjoy your life. No more pressure, but pleasure. <laughs> okay? So no more the devil stealing from you. Instead, the devil had to work for you. <laughs> okay? So you think, oh, I always have not enough at the end of the month. When God comes in, all right, when we honor him, all right, what happened? You'll see everyone oh, suddenly got more already, <laughs> got extra. I don't know how it came. Miracle. Right? Because God said what? He will multiply your resources as you sow. So it will last time only got one salary income. They suddenly got other resources as well. If you can believe God, this is what he will do. If you don't believe, nothing will happen. <laughs> when we believe, he will give you other means of resources and you'll multiply. Amen. Your seed for sowing that you will have greater. Harvest. Remember, devil work for you, okay? <laughs> Don't work for the devil. Devil will work for you when you are, your husband is Jesus. Your God, your provider is Jesus, all right? So go through the gates. God is telling his people, and I take it, we are his people, right? Children somewhere in Christ. Prepare the highway for my people to return. Smooth out the road, pull out the borders, raise a flag for all the nations to see. Okay, so that's why you all be built up, okay, to be strong, that you can also remove the boulders, the, 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 uh, the stones, smooth out the road for others to come in, all right, you are the first fruits, you are the, 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 the ones that, you know, the, who, who grew, who got the word of God, right, understand new creation, understand Holy Spirit is with you, grow more and more with the word, then there are others outside don't know. Some sheep, meh, 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 still. <laughs> so, help them to come in. Smoothen the road for them. Remove the law from 
their lives with grace, with patience, with love. Bless them with money, with food, with everything that God has blessed you. All right? Make it easy for them to come to the Lord, not make it hard. You don't want to come to Jesus, you go to hell, man. <laughs> wow, that one is not smoothing the road, right? After they see you, are you I don't want to, I don't want to go to this place. Uh. They tell me uh, if I don't tie, I go to hell. No, right? It's our privilege to tie, privilege to offer, right? When God blesses, you don't tell people they will go to hell. But the reality inside you is that if they don't know Jesus, they will go to hell. But we go to them with love, right? as much as God has blessed us, right? we give the blessing of God to them. Tell them how much Jesus loved them. So easy for them to come back. You know, there are a lot of unbelievers cannot come back to God or cannot come to church because the, the, the Christians make it so difficult. You make sure you wear properly first. <laughs> make sure you confess all your sins. Make sure, make sure this, make sure that. How are they going to come in? You know, you have to, you know, uh, stop your temper first. Blah, 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 blah. So many conditions. In the end, they cannot come in. Right? They scared to, you know, you go to church, make it like religion like that. Okay? So today, we know we have a relationship with Christ. Smooth the way. Prepare the way. Open the way for people. Make it easy for them to come to Jesus. Tell them Jesus loved them. Right? wants them to come in, okay, as they are. After that, as they learn the word, God will transform them, you know, that they will change by God, not by you. <laughs> so we try to change people, right? <laughs> so God said, no, 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 right? You don't change them. I will change them. You feed them, <laughs> okay? We don't use the rotan, beat them. We feed them with the love of God, right? With the food. Open the, we raise a flag so that people can see. Okay, the Lord has sent this message to every land. Tell the people of Israel, look, your Savior is coming. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. This will be the holy people, the people redeemed by the Lord. And Jerusalem will be known as the desirable place, the city no longer forsaken. Okay, when you know someone is coming, someone very precious, you will tell everyone it's coming. Huh? Just like, your daughter <laughs> in the street also can get out and say, Jesus is coming, right? Okay, okay. Someone precious to you is coming, right? Sing, barren woman who has never had a baby. Ah, you have never produced in your life, whether spiritual baby or real uh, physical baby. The good news of God is that you will become productive. When you're married, it's normal to produce baby, right? When our land is married, our lives is married to the one, Jesus Christ, okay? We will be productive. No more will you be non-productive or barren, right? Both in the spiritual, material, every area. Sing. So how do we get rid of this barrenness? Sing. <laughs> Sing is praise God, right? Start to praise Him. Start to thank Him, no matter what the situation. Remember, we have the power to change the things around us, be able to create, right? Yesterday I talked, we're all new creation. In the image of God, we can create through the mouth, from the heart, right? We love people from the heart, <laughs> not the gate, okay? And then we speak 
creative words from our heart out of the abundance. So as you put God's word inside, then you'll be able to speak God's word that are spirit and life that can create. Okay, so start even in songs, we are creating, we are changing the atmosphere, we are changing people's lives, all right? Praising God. As you praise God, you become productive. <laughs> yeah, beauty for ashes, right? Isaiah 51. He gives us the spirit of praise for us, the, the, the praise for the spirit of heaviness. So you, you are feeling heavy in the five senses realm or in the emotional realm. But how to get rid of the feelings of sad or depressed or what? Start to praise God, right? Start to thank Him. The world use it in another way, right? Every morning you must wake up and you must thank, thank, thank something. <laughs> so you do, do, do for 10 days. After that, you're very tired. <laughs> God do it. Because it's not from the heart. You don't have the ability to continue, okay? But they took from the Bible certain principles and they asked you to do it by your own effort. But God gave it a new heart, a new spirit. And when he blessed our lives, we get the revelation. Eternally, we can praise God. <laughs> right? Because that's what we do in heaven forever and ever. So don't have any, no, nobody need to tell you to thank God. Right? It's automatic from our new spirit. Fill the air with song. You who have never experienced childbirth. So don't say, I, I got no blessing yet. You know, my planet not yet grow. <laughs> so how do you water it? With praises. Thanking God. You know, yes, you are God. Right? Fill the air around your plant, around your seed, around your offering, your hiding. Right? You're believing God for a health, your healing. Fill, fill that air, the atmosphere around it. The, actually, it is the realm. Right? The air is the realm, the spiritual realm that is over your land, over your business, over your finances, over your health. There is a realm there. How to break forth the evil realm right? that's trying to kill you, steal from you by singing, by praising, using God's word, praising, thanking him. Then the realm, the darkness have to break off, the dark realm. And then God's blessing, then you can see the sun, right? The clouds have to move, right? When you praise God, the dark clouds move away and open heaven fall down, all right, on your land, okay? You're ending up with more children than all those childbearing women. Who say so? God's children. So children, uh, you may want the physical one, Daphne wants a lot, Catherine wants a lot, okay? <laughs> yeah, you can have physical and spiritual. So all of you will be having spiritual children because <laughs> you're married to jesus right so you have spiritual children no one will be barren anymore okay you'll be bringing in people unto the lord okay clear lots of ground for your tents make your tents large tents uh spread out think big so the world is spreading okay that is also from, stolen from the bible but ours is first the heart big first all right when the heart is big the tent. What does the tent? So, so I say the tent compass before thinking big. Yeah. In you, where is the tent? Mm. Tent is the tabernacle. Where does God live? The heart, right? In our spirit, inside the heart. So what do you say? 
make your tense large, enlarge your heart a bit. <laughs> Every day stretch a bit, okay? More and more the heart as we begin to fill this heart with God's word, right? Understanding him that we are shepherds, you know, there's agape love put inside. Last time we can only love one person. <laughs> now we enlarge the heart and love two people. <laughs> and then slowly God enlarged because love three, love more, and love the whole world. With whose love? Yeah, it's agape, okay, which is no more a human love, okay, it's love, right, so tabernacle, tent, is where God lives inside, use plenty of rope, dive the ten packs deep, let God's word go deep inside, be rooted in love, in God's word, then you're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family, see, the world also has a certain amount of love, right, they also can do charity, you know, can be very, even nicer than Christian, okay? But it's their own one, all right? But ours is from God, so there is no limit. They has got limit one. You don't bluff me and you say that they have unconditional, unlimited love. Because the word of God say, without Jesus, there is no agape love. And there's one kind of love, there's only one type of love that is unconditional. It's called agape. God's kind of love. Jesus introduced that word into the Greek language when he came 2,000 years ago. Otherwise, the language doesn't have agape because they have no idea what is agape. Okay? So if you tell me there's someone in this world is so unconditional, whether it's your mother, father, grandfather, okay, with all due respect to them, they cannot have unconditional love without Jesus pouring that love inside us. Okay? Only that love belongs to God. Only God can love people unconditionally. So, if that love is inside you, then only can you love unconditionally. So, every child of God has agape inside. Romans 5, 5. And now, when you have more understanding of your nature, you love people from there. But that's why we are, able, we are allowed to fail under grace. Because we still have this body of flesh whereas God totally perfect okay but for us we have three parts <laughs> three parts every time fighting these three parts spirit soul and body so the inside part wants to love unconditionally then got the outside part <laughs> the outside part say why must I love him man <laughs> okay so if we build the inside part it will overcome the outside part all right, which is the way we look at the natural. All right, so there is a growing family. Jesus said there are other sheep. Meh, 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 one. <laughs> How are you going to love the meh, meh, meh? Right, with Jesus' unconditional love, not your own. Okay, God never required us to do anything that He didn't give us. He didn't tell you to love unconditionally, and then He didn't put that love inside you. All right, He put it inside you so that we can now look, you know, extend His love to other sheep. There are other sheep that God wants to bring in that who are lost. Okay? The growing family. <clears throat> You're going to take over whole nations, going to resettle abandoned cities. So don't say small because your God inside you is big or small. Yeah. <laughs> big God. Small heart or big heart? Big heart. <laughs> okay? Big vision or small? Big. Everything about God is big. So, that's inside us. The heart will begin to expand, right? When we know who our God is. Don't be afraid. 
you are not going to be embarrassed. All right, that's the lie of the devil. You sure want to do or not? After you do, uh, then to next month got no more money, everybody will laugh at you. <laughs> you give tithes, offering, see? Uh, who's talking? Did God say like that? No, God said, when you give to me, when you tithe, I will bless you more. So it depends on who's talking. If you know God's talking, which one you choose to believe. All right? So God said, don't be afraid. You will never put us to shame if we act on God's word. Right, Marianne? All right? So you're not going to be embarrassed. Most of us, the, the fear, or you, or you are sick, you know, and you want to say you are healed, but then you feel embarrassed. Because if you say you are healed, the people can see that you are not well. See? Madeline is not embarrassed or ashamed. Yeah? Who, who, who else talk about healing? Right? Uh, 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 right? You can say by a structure and heal. People may look at your physical and say, she's not healed, right? Because they only look at the physical. But the one who declare, do you dare to declare you are healed when your nose is running, when you're, you know, it looks in the natural that you are sick. But you are trusting and believing God. So, that he will not embarrass you. Remember, I talked about the goiter, the lady, right? Three years, people can see one. The type of sickness is not like the gastric, nobody can see. <laughs> so you say, I'm cute. And then, so, so we are so scared of the, you know, what people think of us, that we will be embarrassed. Okay. But when you dare to speak God's word, what God say, God say what? I will not make you be embarrassed. That means you dare to declare while your physical is showing that you are not well. And you declare God's word to say that you are well, he will make it happen. Right? Just that, that woman who went to the goiter, the people laugh at her because she every time testifies that she's healed. And the people can see the goiter. And then third time, she said, God, I know I'm healed. The people don't know. Can you just show them? <laughs> and the next day, she wake up. Gone. Gone by God's power. Okay, you will not be embarrassed. Do you believe that your God will not embarrass you? Yeah, if you speak his word, he will do it. All right. If you speak your own word, then I'm not sure. Lah. <laughs> Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. All right. You will never be shortchanged. Never hold back. All right. What God has put in your heart to do what he said. You'll forget all about the humiliations of your youth. The indignities of being a widow will fade from memory. Yeah? So, we don't have to suffer from amnesia, then only forget the past. God will supernaturally remove all those bad things that happen in our lives. They will no more hurt us. Even if we share about it, it's to glorify God. Right? To tell how much God has brought you from this place to this place where you are. But you don't feel the hurt and the pain of the past. All right? The memories all inside the head. When God said, I won't remember your sins, he also helped us to, the memory of the, the righteous are blessed. There's another verse in the word of God. Okay? You will forget. Some people cannot forget, right? <laughs> because they cannot receive, they didn't receive the forgiveness of God. That's the only reason that they cannot forget. Because when God forgives, he forgets. So when we receive his forgiveness, automatically we will also forget. For your maker is your bridegroom. Going to end soon. All right? Your maker is your bridegroom or husband in other versions. 
his name. So when he said, first, your land is married. As your verses go down, it talks about your maker. Uh, it, this is actually earlier in Isaiah 54. Where is the text? Okay, earlier. Your maker is your husband. His name is God, Jehovah. The redeemer of the Holy One of Israel, known as God of Jehovah. Who is your husband? No, no, no. Uh, describe a bit. This one, the spiritual husband. Hey, look, look there. Huh? <laughs> he is the God of the whole earth, the God of the armies. Wow, you want to marry a captain like that, right? <laughs> In the army of, uh, oh, what, what, uh, the army of which country? You want to marry the captain because you know you'll be protected, right? <laughs> he just say one word, wow, all his soldiers come and protect you. Imagine you can say, you can boast. If you want to boast, this is a good boasting, right? Who is your husband? Jesus, who is what? That's why today people don't know who Jesus is. That's the sad, sad thing about the new creation. All they know is a Jesus in the picture. <laughs> oh, in YouTube, right? The Jesus, who is the real Jesus, son of God, is the captain of the host. He appeared to them during their warfare time in, in the, the Jews, right? As always the captain of the host. Because that time, he haven't come yet. So there's no name as Melchizedek, as all this. Very powerful from heaven. But today we see Jesus, maybe sometimes as the baby <laughs> in a Mary uh, arms. Wrong picture. The devil has blinded the eyes of the church, of the people to see Jesus like that. Okay? That's why we go back and read the Bible, see who really Jesus is in the Gospels and all that. Yeah? He is the captain of the host. Angel, all the armies, one word only he said. Right, and he's already redeemed us. Okay, so this part I actually shared with uh, some of you before. Okay, where is it? Huh? About this husband thing, maybe uh, take a little bit time to, to, to give the rest who didn't hear, right? So the rest who heard need to hear again. <laughs> Remember, I was sharing about this revelation from the sound of music. Anyone watch Sound of Music here? Ah, at least, uh, are you how many times? I'm on. Oh, yes. Many, 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 many times, right? Uh, mine is, I think, definitely above 20, maybe 30 or more. Okay? But it was, of course, over the years, right? Not one shot, sit down 20 times. <laughs> but over the years. And I really love that movie, okay? So recently, I managed to get to see it about once or twice again, the movie. And this time, just like maybe a month ago, very recent. And the Lord spoke to me very, very, very clearly from this movie, right? That why this Maria, you know, uh, her, she, she was uh, going to be a nun. She loved God. She wanted to serve God. Right? Some of you who watched many times know the script already, right? <laughs> so the mother superior tell her, doesn't mean you go, you know, you, you marry means that you don't love God, right? So anyway, she loved God. She wanted to serve God. But end up, she didn't become a nun. But she went and married this captain. This captain has how many children? Ah, <laughs> see all sound of music fan. So there's it's a beautiful story there, right? Then normally I enjoy the music, but there's a story behind, and it's a real story. So 
She has seven children. And the first scene when she went there into that house she, and she met the children, what did she say to the children? Then she said, the, 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 the mother superior told her, yeah, you will go to this family, the, this captain of the Navy has got seven children and many governors have been there and left. Then she said, what's wrong with the children, right? She asked the captain when she met. What's wrong with your children? Then the husband, the, the captain said, well, nothing wrong with my children. <laughs> it's the governor's problem, right? Okay, because the children are very naughty, right? <clears throat> then the husband left, the, the father left. She, she looked at all the children there first time. What did she say to them? <laughs> she said, I have never been a governess before. Ah, I have never been a governess. The rest are all trained governors. So the governors, I mean, tutors, right? They will just teach you like a tutor. She said, I have never been a governess before. What y'all can, you know, guide me, teach me how to be a governess. Then the children are all very happy. Oh, you haven't been a governess before. Okay, good. And then, of course, they played trick on her like, in the beginning. But what does that mean, right? She only came, she, she don't know how to teach like a governess, very strict, everything. She came with the love inside her heart, okay? Just the love that she had for God and what God put inside her. And she loved the kids. Are they her kids? No. Whose kids? The captain's kids, all right? And later, the, the captain married her, right? And she became their mother. But she already loved them as her own kids. And at the end, after marriage, she is loving and taking care of whose kids? Huh? Her husband's kids. <laughs> her husband's kids. Correctly speaking, it's her husband's kids, right? Like she is a stepmother. So how do we relate today? In this truth, that God, Jesus, is our husband. God is our husband. He got children. <laughs> he already got children. When we born again, when we come to know Jesus, he married us, we married him. And marrying Jesus come together with a lot of children. <laughs> okay? Wow, you married wrong man <laughs> he got thousands of children millions of children but he didn't put all his billion on you just those around your locality okay around within reach but they are his children and who your husband now so when we take care of people or the sheep you know the, the, the people who come in right we are taking care of whose children no, your husband's children. <laughs> you still are. Uh, those people listen already still, still cannot answer properly. That's why I need to listen again. Your husband's children and just God's children got difference a lot. Okay, when I say, okay, uh, uh, you go and take care of God's children. To many people, God, I so don't know what, who is God to you, right? Can be God somewhere there. God that I talk to once in a week. God that I, you know, not very close God. So take care of his children. Ah. 
See first lah, I got time, I take care lah. <laughs> but no time, they, they take care of themselves lah. Right? But when it is your husband's children, you married already. You married a husband, got children one. <laughs> the day I was joking, right? What? Well, you know Lester, right? <laughs> he, he, uh, he got children, right? He can, he's a single parent. He always say, I dare not marry again. I don't know whether the stepmom will love my children or not. But today is very personal. Okay? Jesus, if you can see Jesus as your husband, then the children are all these sheep. <laughs> are who? Are my husband's children. No more just God's children. So impersonal. Could be, you know, don't mean much. But my husband's children. If you see God as your husband, he take care of you, he own you, everything. What is very pleasing to him? If you have a husband got children, maybe none of you married in the in the you know in the physical, but just imagine you see show also, right? <laughs> Your husband's children, you choose this husband, you choose to marry him, and he take care of everything for you. Your whole life, everything he has is yours. The only thing he gives to you to do something about is his children. <laughs> Will you reject that? All right, and he also, this one gave us the love to love them. Teach us how to take care. So just like Maria in the movie, took care of now her husband's children, like her very own. When Jesus become our husband, he only gave us sheep, <laughs> his children to take care of. Is that very difficult? Yeah, that is the love that flow up. Even human being can, stepmother can love stepchildren. We have God's love inside us. Can we not love his children? Not just be a tutor or a teacher, all right, that just give them Bible verses, but as their mother. Because why you love these children now? Whose children are they? <laughs> your husband's children you see the whole perspective different yeah yeah because as you take care of them he takes care of you he will make sure you will never have a financial worry care in your life yeah. that is your husband so we need to just come to know your spiritual husband okay don't look and don't uh, expect it from your physical husband okay they have their uh, because still in the body, they are going. What's that, Robert Lowe? Okay, <laughs> so but we have a spiritual husband. Even Robert Lowe, men have spiritual husband. All right, let him love you. Get into the word of God. Learn how wonderful he is, and then you will become shepherds, stepmothers, <laughs> with the big heart of God. Okay, so one more time. <laughs> Whose children did God give to you all to take care of? <laughs> okay, got it. Powerful. Mm. So no more complaint, right? <laughs> 24 hours. Your husband's children. You were like an abandoned wife, devastated with grief. God welcomed you back. That's how he loves us. Like a woman married young and left says your God, right? We were all lost before God welcomed us back. So now, as I've taught you in public, Paul says in, in your homes, 
that have not held anything back from you that will help you grow. Okay? As shepherds, then we are here to teach, feed the sheep. Paul says, I didn't, I teach you, teach you, teach you. I will not hold back anything for you to grow. The main emphasis is grow. Right? Because if you don't grow, we cannot take care of your husband's children. <laughs> your husband still take care of you like a baby. Your children cry, you also cry <laughs> together. Right? So we need to grow, then we can take care of our husband's children. Okay? So everything teach you is for you to grow. Paul says, whether I live or die is not important, but I don't esteem my life as indispensable. It's more important for me to fulfill my destiny and finish the ministry my Lord Jesus has assigned to me. Right? Maria in the movie finished to fulfill her destiny, right? <laughs> she take care of her husband's children. Right? And she was blessed by all the nuns, mother superior, all. She fulfilled her destiny. They want to climb every mountain, right? There's one song there. Asked her to go out and find her destiny. And her destiny was to marry this captain and take care of his children and help them grow up because they were without mother. So you all got destiny, you know? <laughs> Yeah, to take care of your husband's children, right? Preach Jesus to the lost and take care of many children that he bring in. Finish the ministry that the Lord has assigned to me. All right, each one has a purpose in life. God gave you that purpose, which is to faithfully preach the wonderful news of God's law, God's grace. Okay, indeed. So go back to uh, the promise of God, okay, that he has given for us in this ministry, in this family. Amos 9, 13 to 15. Yes, in this land, right? In, indeed, it won't be long. Always remind yourselves, meditate on it because this is the promise of God. Prophecy, blessing, prophecy. Okay, don't let it out of your mind, your heart. Meditate, believe in it, act upon it. Things are going to happen so fast. This is how beautiful Asher started. Last week we had anniversary. Continue, right? That one thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look, blessings. Okay, blessing like wine pouring from mountains and hills. I'll make everything right for my people. God will do it. And they will rebuild their ruined cities. They will plant vineyards and drink good wine. They work their gardens, eat fresh vegetables. And I will plant them. Who will plant us? God. Okay, and there are many others to plant. Plant them on their own land. Your own blessing. Right? No need to share with people. But God bless you so much. You will be able to give to Others, they will never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, who says so? Uh, another person from God, your husband. <laughs> All right, God says so. So flourish, okay? Blossom, bloom. Let the Lord plant you deeply in this land where the Lord our God has blessed. All right, I'm very thankful. You know, that this ministry started with a prophecy of God of blessing, right? And he brought everyone to be planted here to be blessed by God. So from even this year, if you can remember the first few messages before I even received about the palm tree and all that was about blooming, blossoming, yeah? So God wants us to bloom, to blossom like a plant. So that's why there is sowing involved as well. Our part is very simple, just sow, right? And the rest, to feed our spirit man and 
grow. Okay, so that our whole, we won't have too many uh, vetoes against our spirit man decision when we make it for God. So and reap the bountiful harvest that God has promised us. All right, so God seed into our spirit in every area. So the other financial seed in the area of our finances, our life, right? Because God promised that we will reap the harvest. So, so harvest of both financial, that means our provision as our husband, and also a seed of people coming to know Jesus Christ, all right? Evelyn, you reach the world. Amen? Yeah, those are, as you sow the seed of God, both in your heart and then go out and sow seeds. Amen? Then we will flourish, right? For our bridegroom to come. When he comes, wow, everyone is blossoming, blooming, budding. Amen? To welcome our King of Kings. Hallelujah. Actually, it's meant to be shorter, but then I don't know how it ended up a bit long. <laughs> because there are only a few slides. Well, praise the Lord, okay? God is good, right? So, <clears throat> receive the word of God and the prophecy. Remember, prophecy will always be fulfilled. Prophecy is God's spoken word, all right? Teaching, teach, teach, teach. Okay, if we catch it, we, we will grow. But when prophecy means God said so, something that will happen in your future, whether it's next day or the next day or the next day, that's prophecy. All right? And when God gives prophecies, whatever time may lapse, it will happen because God's word will not return to him empty. All right? And God is very careful about prophecy. That's why he chooses his prophets properly. Right, so God has given His prophecy to this ministry, right? To this land, our land will be married, it will prosper, right? It will grow, and that's what will happen, right? Both in the spirit, God will grow spiritually, and then in the physical, it will manifest in your health. Everyone will enjoy divine health, beauty, right? As well as in your finances in your life. Amen? Amen. Okay.